And one of the things that can be really frustrating as an agency owner is not totally understanding the product that you're selling. Mm -hmm. And so if you're getting it for yourself, really, really will help you understand and sell it better. Hello, Agency Go fam. Welcome to How to Scale an Agency, where we interview top digital marketing agency owners like Abstract Management, One SEO, and U Plus to learn how they scale to $10 million in revenue per year. If you would like to be part of a 200 plus member digital marketing agency owner community, go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up today. Welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Danny Mooring, the founder and CEO or co-CEO, co-founder of Findable. Thank you so much, Danny, for being on the show. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Me too. Me too. So it sounds like you guys are predominantly focused on local search, local search marketing. Is that correct? Yep. Really trying to help local businesses and obviously help agencies help local businesses figure out how to be more visible in their market. With, without having to spend a boatload of money on high-end SEO and all the other stuff that gets shut down people's owners' throats. Did you say you're helping agencies? So it's like yeah. agency local. So how does an agency nowadays win on local search? That's one thing I think a lot of people are curious about because it's, it's changed a lot. Yeah, so there's two things that we do. We obviously, we will help any local business become more findable in their market, mostly focusing on the Google business profile, which is the new name for Google My Business. It, it caused right. a big, huge stir whenever Google announced the name change and everyone was freaking out and wondering what was going on and what's changing and really yeah. very, very little changed. Just the name for the most part. So we will help with that. And then we will also help agencies not only do that for themselves, but also we white label our product. So basically we will, it's a product that you can turn around and offer. And there's so much, uh, I think, untapped potential on the local search market and a lot of businesses yeah. don't know any different so when they hear seo either they run for their lives or <laughs> they sign up for something that's way too expensive and right. way more than they need I, I i used to work for a media company and i had to go to market in a local market talking to auto repair shops and mm -hmm. small retailers and my minimum seo price was three grand a month i mean great for revenue but yeah Really hard to prove some ROI on that one. Oh, so, I see what you mean. Obviously, yeah. bigger companies you know, need a more robust SEO, but a lot of small companies can't afford that. Right. And let me ask you this. So there's a lot of different ways to drive local traffic. You could do click-to-call campaigns, right? You could do just helping people show up more in like Google map listings and things right. like that. There's also sort of like the real estate approach where you have specific landing pages that are based on different locations, you try to make one for every. So how would you recommend if you had to give people like a step-by-step -step action plan on how to implement this for themselves or work with you, what does that look like? Like how does somebody beat out their competition locally as an agency nowadays and right. win on local search? I think one of the first things is really get busy on your Google business profile. There are a lot of agencies that are lazy. We've all dealt with lazy agencies and and the market's really cluttered. So, uh, you know, in my market alone, I've got lots of different digital agencies. I've got full service agencies. And then you've got, you know, if you're searching digital marketing or whatever that, that search, that, you know, that keyword is that you want to rank for, you know, if, if, if you've got a newspaper or a radio station or a TV station that's trying to get that business, then you're competing with them as well. So that is a tough one, right? So any local market might have 15 to 
to 30 minimum agencies yeah. that show up on, on those specific types of keywords. So what happens is, is there's two things. One on the user end, if you've got a more robust built out and optimized Google business profile, you're going to be more attractive to that business owner that is searching for an agency that can help them because there's right. more information that they can get without having to leave the platform. You know, maybe I don't want to go to your website. Maybe I don't want to check out you know, your calendar and, and schedule right now. So this makes it right. super easy. And then Google likes it whenever you optimize and you give them options to convert inside of that platform because it mm -hmm. keeps them on platform. Because that's the biggest problem Google's always had is you know, right. someone goes to Google, searches for the thing, and they're gone. And so Google's trying to figure out how do we keep people on platform? And so yeah. if you as an agency make it super easy for users to, or you know, potential customers to communicate with you and or your businesses and convert whatever that looks like for you um, while staying on platform and Google sees that you're doing that, they're going to rank you higher in that map because really what you want to do is get to that top three. So that would be one of the big things I would say. And then if you're, if you're a bigger agency that serves multiple local markets, Right. Doing that is helpful, but you're going to have a big service area and it's really hard. Um, I mean, you can do it and, and we can certainly help, but it is harder to rank in those keywords on the map. If you've got, you know, say you're based out of LA, for example, yeah. and you're trying to rank in Sacramento and San Diego, as well as LA, that's, that's a big service area. And if you don't have a location in those areas, there's two options. One is to, to go into your Google ads and pay for that ad spot that's in the map. And then the other piece would be those local pages, that kind of real estate approach where you build out a local page for Sacramento, you build out a local page right. for San Diego on your website and SEO that really, really well. And that'll help. With yeah. Why launch a service to help agencies with their local SEO? Aren't agencies typically the best people to do their own local SEO? I know you said a lot of them are lazy, but is it is it something where uh, you, you found like a like a big need there or is it kind of like a play where if you do their SEO, you know they're going to white label you for their clients and then- I think that's part of business. it. I think that's part of it. Obviously, I mean, what we're looking for is volume. This is a cheap product. So it's not something where I get 10 clients and I'm good. So it's something where I've really got to have a lot of volume going on and helping local agencies. I think if, if as a local agency, so I also own an agency that's totally separate from this. We're full service, we do everything. And one of the things that can be really frustrating as an agency owner is not totally understanding the product that you're selling. Mm -hmm. And so if you're getting it for yourself, really, really will help you understand and sell it better. Obviously, get you more clients, which is super helpful. There's just so much noise and so many right. things that you have to be an expert at as an agency owner that, you know, it's hard to keep up with everything. And so yeah. having something like this that's done for you, that's super easy to understand, and then you can see the results. And, you know, I'm a firm believer if it's working for you, it's easier for you to sell it. I, I believe that as well. And so that's great to hear. What makes you the guy and your, and your wife, the, the, the lady who right, can right. Uh, deliver this service people? Like, do you have an experience in this right. that's far beyond other uh, individuals? Yeah, I, we were looking uh, in my agency for a white label solution for this. And we tried three. And the first one really wowed us with this idea that they were going to post every single day on our client's Google My Business profile. And that sounded great, mm -hmm. except for it's not necessary. And it's just like overloading. It'd be similar to like uh, on LinkedIn, if you just post it every, every day, you're, you're not going to see traction on your posts because right. you're constantly 
given you're constantly given the system the algorithm a new post to try to figure out how to optimize and then bam there's another one the next day it's, it's just it's not right necessary. and then the, the issue that we've had with a lot of white labelers and i'm sure any any agency owner out there that is watching this or listening to this is going to nod their head as soon as i say this but you've got all this outsourced work because it's cheap right the problem is is that when you're doing anything with regards to content you can have someone that has a pretty good grasp on the language but the content just comes off looking odd it's just oddly written content. The grammar's a little bit off. Maybe the jargon's missing, or it just it just feels weird and it feels foreign it, because it is. And so that's that's a problem I think for a lot of agency owners. And then the other thing that we we dealt with with our white label provider was we had a, an insurance company here in North Idaho, which is where I'm at. We are way out of any you know. There's no hurricanes. There's no ocean near us. It's six hours to Seattle. Like it's not a problem. Yeah. And we had this local insurance, homeowners insurance company that we were running this for. And we got the proof of the post that they were going to run that month. This was like in, I don't know, May or something like that. And it was, you know, hurricane seasons around the way, around the corner, get your house ready for and protected for, for hurricane damage or something like that. No customer of theirs is going to read that on Google My Business and be like, that's true. Uh, hurricane season. <laughs> we're not going to get a hurricane in North yeah. So that was one of the struggles that we had. And we, we finally gave up. We gave up as yep. an agency trying to find someone to help us with this and decided to in-house it. And it. we've become really, really good at creating really good content. We understand markets. We understand the questions to ask. So I might not have a total grasp. You know, if you're an agency in Arkansas, I, I may not have a total grasp on that market. But I will ask you yeah. to make sure that we're, you know, giving you copy that actually works for your clients or for your right. business. And we're cheaper too. I think that's the big yeah. piece. I remember when I was first starting to scale my agency, I felt like I was running in a million different directions. And I was eventually able to scale my agency Twiz to $1.7 million per year in revenue, but not until after I had wasted so much time and money through trial and error. This is why I launched our Agency Go community, the digital marketing agency community I never had. For only $19 per month, you get access to over $100,000 in deals, discounts, tools, and resources to scale your agency. I will also personally teach you how to grow your agency through our group masterclasses. What are you waiting for? Go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up for our membership today. If after 30 days your head is not exploding with value and you do not feel like you know everything you need to know to run your agency, I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Again, that's grow.agencygo.io to sign up today. So that's definitely really interesting. We're going to talk after this because I might need you for my agency. We don't, we do a local SEO, but definitely would be interested in learning what your guys' pricing was like. You have another agency. So maybe it would be helpful for people to understand why you're niching down or at least offering this supplemental service. And also it looks like we have somebody here. Uh, I'm Farhan, an expeditional marketer. I'll ask you this question and then we'll, we'll answer Farhan's question because it sounds okay. like he has a question for you, which would be great. Question was... Why offer additional service? Is it just you saw the opportunity, you had to jump on it, or was there like an additional reason outside of that? You there's a couple reasons. One of them was that uh, my agency is a partnership with not my wife. Uh, yeah. So so my my full service agency is a separate partnership, and um, you know I was looking for something to do with my wife. She's super smart, and we really fell in love with the work that we get to do with Google My Business. It's just easy. For us to do, it's not a difficult thing to do, but it's also super, super effective. And so 
I wanted to start something with my wife. That was one of the first parts of it. And the other piece was my business partner, who is an unbelievably brilliant marketer. He's really wanting to move off into a different area. He wants yeah. to be in the wellness side of things. And mm. so there's there's going to be a natural kind of winding down of, of what our full service agency is at some point, not now. So I wanted to, to create a company that I felt like could be a, a more long-term solution for, for me and my wife. I love that. Well, we got Farhan here. He is, well, this will be one of the final questions we'll ask. I'll put it up here on the screen. He is a level three seller on Fiverr. So that's awesome. Building a marketing agency. And he's asking, can you tell about something, uh, how to build potential clientele? Could you give him some advice on how to build up an agency and build clients? Like if you were starting from scratch with your agency, Danny, what would you do? How could you help out Farhan? We did all the things and we did all the wrong things. We did all, some right things. And what I really struck on, at least for me, what worked for me, I am not a guru, okay? I am not a hard sell guy. I think those guys are interesting and super talented. It's just not me. And and we were trying to do that type of stuff, one call close stuff. It, it's just, it didn't work for me. So for me, and I don't know, Farhan, if this would work for you. So it depends on what your what your market looks like. But I just started knocking on doors and making phone calls to local companies. You know, I did the, I did the whole thing where I did the power dialer on high level. And I think I called one day like 270 people in San Diego, you know, and nobody wants to answer the phone. Nobody cares. So what I started out with for the most part is just focus on the local market, find local businesses, and you can go to Google and you can search for, you know, if there's a specific business that you or, or industry niche that you want to work with. So let's say it's roofers or HVAC companies or, you know, chiropractors, whatever it is, go to Google, search for that. Don't call the people in the top three, click on the mm -hmm. more places in the map. And look at right. you know, four, five, six, seven, eight. Those are your those are your prime candidates. And then the other piece is, you know, we offer a review solution. Everybody offers a review solution, but it's pretty inexpensive. And that's another piece. It's a good in. So I used to be in banking, uh, yeah. I used to manage retail banks for a long time. And if I walked into any business, it doesn't matter who it was, and I tried to talk to them about their checking account or uh, you know, a business loan or anything, they would kick me out so fast. They would not want to talk to me. <laughs> but if I talked to them about their merchant services, um, their credit card processing, mm. they would 100% talk to me because they hated the fact that they didn't have to have merchant services in the first place. So right. if I gave them the option that you could save money doing something you have to do anyway, and I can save you money doing it, they would be much more open. Reviews is kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Businesses, for the most part, hate reviews. They hate the whole thing because they can't control it. It's completely out of their control. So it's a good in. So I would focus on on really looking at those local markets, um, your specific local market, and, and making local touch points because it's super easy to make a cold call to somebody and, and actually talk, you know, hey, I know where you're at. You're right next to such and such business. I was just there the other day eating lunch. You know, what if we went and grabbed a cup of coffee? It's It's a little bit easier to do than if you're – don't have a budget and you're trying to reach, you know, a, a much larger area through cold email or anything like that. Well, that was a great answer. Hopefully Farhan that helped you out here. I got a lightning round of questions for you uh, just right. to finish things off. A couple rapid fire ones. Uh, first and foremost, how many clients do you currently have that you're working with on, on like a retainer? 16 oh, right now is findable. And then, and on my agency, probably 20. Okay. Very awesome. And, yeah. and between both of them, if you took the average like of both, let's say, no. what's the average person paying like per month, like on the average retainer? I've got a couple accounts that really skew that because we are full service for those accounts. So I would say probably on average, we're about 
2500 to $3,500 a month. Nice, nice, nice. So you guys are, you're pushing over that seven figure as a We're business. Getting there. We are getting there. Yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations. I mean, it's it sounds like you guys are either there or really close. So that's awesome to hear. Obviously, everyone's trying to get to that point. So right. any business books you'd recommend for agencies? You know, it's funny. I was just asked this question and it's funny. So I've read some business books. I've, I've got quite a few of them. I'm telling you, I've learned more about business. It sounds so stupid, but it is what it is through reading Lord of the Rings. I just, first of all, I love it. And Amazon just launched the new trailer for uh, the, new, the new series that's coming out. So that's exciting. But I didn't even know for that. For me, you look at it and you look at how a group of people work together for a common goal and through adversity. Like there was no way, I'm going to be such a nerd here. There was no way Frodo and, uh, and Sam had any business by themselves getting to Mount Doom and they did. And the reason they did is they kept at it. They kept, um, you know, walking, they kept dealing with all the stuff they were dealing with because they knew they had to do it. So (laughs) it's a long one, right? So a lot of business books are like 50 pages. This is, this is a long one, but I'm telling you, if you look at it through that mindset of, of I've got a goal and how am I going to get there? There's a lot to glean from that book. Now there's like, you know, it'll take like three pages on describing you know, what a rock looks like. So just be prepared for that. You can, you can get some nuggets out of it. Well, I love it. It's the best answer I think I've heard on this. I've yeah. done 60 episodes so far and uh, haven't heard anyone say anything like that. So definitely pretty cool to hear. It's good to mix it up sometimes. That's right. How old is the agency? It's been around for how many years? The main agency that I have has been around for about 18 months. That's fast growth. Yeah, we did. We, we've been, it's Damn. been pretty awesome. And then, and then Findable just launched a month and a half ago. That's incredible. Congratulations. And what's one thing you wish you knew when you were 20? I'm assuming you're not 20. I'm not 20. So I'm, th- I'm 38. <laughs> the biggest thing I wish I knew when I was 20 is that I can actually do this on my own. So I, as I mentioned before, I worked in a retail bank or retail bank environment for a long time, 15 years actually. And then right. I left that job for a different corporate job in the marketing side of things. I don't know why it took me so long to realize that you know, in this instance, the grass is greener. You don't, working for yourself is so much better than working for somebody else and dealing with the garbage that you have to deal with. So I guess that's the biggest thing for me is just, I, I wish I would have known that much sooner that I could actually build a business that quickly and have the life that I have right now. I was going to say, I mean, like you definitely, you definitely could, the grass is definitely greener. I mean, damn, that's, that's pretty crazy. Um, so congrats. This is one I love. I love, I ask this question. Just think about how you would 10x your business this year. Like, what would you do if you if you went from one to ten? And and I ask selfishly because I have an agency that does one point seven million dollars a year, and uh, I want to know how to take it to uh, seventeen million dollars a year. So, right. how would you scale your agency ten times over the next twelve months? Like, in theory, if you had like in theory, like, if I yeah. had a blank checkbook, I probably would would focus only solely on on white labeling for agencies. And then the other piece would be coursework for me. I think that there's a lot of people like I was that are looking to start an agency because it's like one of the easiest things you can do if you know what you're doing and you understand sales, right? You can't yeah. just, you know, be a florist and decide you're going to start a digital agency and, and be successful. I think that there's a lot of folks that want kind of a side hustle and test the waters. And I do think that, you know, selling something like Google My Business. So one of the things we didn't touch on, and I know we got to go quickly, but the it. best part about it is the one the one thing that all of us hate in the agency space is reporting Mm -hmm. getting reporting out quickly 
not knowing what it's going to say, making sure your customers are happy. They feel like there's no transparency. So, you know, one of the things, SEO, I had a, I had a client tell me, I'm going to hire you for SEO, but I think it's all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> because they can't see anything, right? Yeah. yeah or yeah. I used to sell a lot of programmatic, right? So yeah. programmatic display. They're like, well, can you give me a screenshot of what it looks like? No, I can't because I'm not targeting me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't exactly. work like that. Exactly. With, with Google Business Profile or Google My Business, like I'll do reporting and I'm trying to decide exactly how I want to do this. But right now my reporting is I go into their Google Business uh, Profile Manager mm-hmm. and and I take a loom of me going through the previous month's results. Mm. And then I just send it to them. I even just tell them, you can log in at any point in time. You can see everything we're doing. You can go to the posts and see what's happening. You can go to the photos and see what's happening. And you don't even need a report because Google's generating the report for you. So if you're looking for kind of like a hands-off way to, to really scale the business or a business, I think this is a really great way to go. Um, and so that's kind of what my focus is going to be, I think, is really building out a course that teaches people how to do this. We got one last comment from, I think it's Farhan. He said, I like this person who is Lucas Capistani. He's very brilliant today. I'm very happy to see this live for discussion about the agency. Danny Mooring, really salute you for giving me this knowledge. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Everybody who's listening, uh, thank you tuning in. Danny Mooring has a new brand, Findable, which if you're, everyone listening, this is an agency most likely. So how can they reach you um, and get in touch? Go to findable.com. Yeah, getfindable.com is the website. It's in it's in construction right now, so please don't judge me. It's not, you know, beautiful. And then my email address is Danny, D-A-N-N-Y at getfindable.com. And it's F-I-N-D-A-B-L-E. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Danny. Uh, super fast growth, left this corporate job and now doing it sounds like close to nine hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue, extremely fast. And focusing on local SEO as a new brand to help uh, agencies scale their local SEO and their clients. Thank you so much, Danny, for being on the show. Thank Appreciate you very it. much.